there, I'm Bill Ingram, and this is Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. On today's show, we'll visit the history of Point Bolivar and the Point Bolivar Lighthouse. We'll learn how the street in the city of Houston, Voss, got its name, and we'll see why it's important to spend time with our Lord and Savior every day. That's all coming up on today's Welcome to Texas. Hope On Demand is a brand new mobile app where you can see videos, listen to podcasts, read blogs, and articles to help you grow in your faith. Download the mobile app now on iOS and Android. Just search for Hope On Demand. There are a few things better than hanging out with your buds and spending time with them. If you didn't spend time with them, you probably couldn't expect them to consider you as a close friend. That's understandable, right? Well, the same is true in your relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, if you don't spend time with him, how in the world can you expect him to be a close friend? Jesus Christ wants a close relationship with you more than anything. He loves you, but because of that, he does not force you to love him. Your relationship with Christ is totally free will, your free will. It starts with you. Jesus Christ is there. He's ready and willing, but it has to be your decision. Matthew 6, 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. When you pray, just go talk to God just like anybody else. Be sincere, though, and talk in your own words. Tell him your thoughts and ask him to intervene in your life. God listens, and he answers prayers. Hope on Demand has a brand new podcast called The Art of Friendship. It's hosted by my friend and author, Kim Weir. It's all about creating and keeping relationships that matter. Look for it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for The Art of Friendship. A few days ago, one of my Facebook friends asked on Facebook, where did the street Voss get its name? Well, I didn't know, so I kind of did some research. City of Houston records indicate that the street is named after C.H. Voss. He owned 12 acres of land in that area where Westheimer and Post Oak meet. Today, that's known as the Galleria area. A guy by the name of William Farrington wanted to build the first shopping center there at that location. So he approached Voss and made an offer to buy the land. However, Mr. Voss was not interested in selling. But after repeated offers, Voss finally agreed to lease the property to Farrington for 99 years. By the way, it's so hard to imagine this now, but in 1951, the only building in that entire area was a tavern and pool hall owned by Mr. and Mrs. Voss. Back then, this was way out in the country. They also had the only public telephone for miles. As you can see now, Houston swallowed up that area. But that's how the street Voss got its name. Hope on Demand has a podcast called Anything But Quiet Time. It's hosted by my good friends Rochelle and Carter. Each week, they have fun and insightful conversation about what they're learning in their quiet time. You can download it now wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for Anything But Quiet Time. 
It was only three years after Texas won its independence from Mexico that a fellow by the name of Samuel D. Parr claimed a league of land on the upper Texas coast and became the first settler at Point Bolivar. If you've ever taken the Galveston Ferry across the bay, the ferry landing on the Bolivar side is right next to it. At first, it was known as Parsville. It was used by pirates and other transients. During the Civil War, Confederate forces built Fort Greene there to protect Galveston Bay. And then in later years, when the federal government built the port of Galveston, they needed to protect it. So they rebuilt the fort and renamed it Fort Travis after William Barrett Travis, you know, the famous hero from the Alamo. Fort Travis was also actively used during World War I and World War II. Today, Fort Travis is a beautiful park at Port Bolivar and great for picnicking, camping, and fishing. And if you've ever ridden the Galveston Ferry, you no doubt have seen the Point Bolivar Lighthouse, not far from the ferry landing there on the Bolivar Peninsula. It served the upper Texas coast for more than six decades until it was retired some 89 years ago. During the great storm of 1900, the storm that devastated Galveston Island, that lighthouse was shelter for about 125 people. Today, the Point Bolivar Lighthouse is still standing, but it needs a lot of work, love, and care. And after more than 150 years of erosion, it's entirely black and all the glass is broken out. I like seeing it every time I ride the Galveston Ferry. I understand the Galveston Historical Foundation has accepted the Point Bolivar Lighthouse as one of its heritage at-risk properties. So hopefully the restoration on the lighthouse will be soon down the road and it will remain on the upper Texas coast for years to come. Well, it's time for me to saddle up my pony and ride. I'm Bill Ingram, and this has been Welcome to Texas, a show about Texas history, lifestyle, and faith here in the Lone Star State. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and I hope you'll join me again for Welcome to Texas.